Welcome to Kaiseki Anime, where we air new episodes every other week. Kaiseki covers currently airing anime, older series and recently, and other relevant topics for the season. I'm your host, Marina, of the blog Anime BNB, and with me is my co-host, Draggle, of the cleverly titled Draggle's Anime Blog. This week, we discuss the wrong way to use healing magic and Sasaki and Peeps. So shall we get into the wrong way to use healing magic first? Yeah, sure. Now, the Wrong Way to Use Healing Magic is a single course show, and we're about halfway through, or with really, some shows. It's only a single course. Yeah, 13 episodes is what's slotted. Does that surprise you? Yeah, I, it feels like it barely started. Yeah, I have a feeling, I mean, it depends on how the other half will go, but I think we could get a second season out of this quite easily. Definitely. I'm not familiar with the source, which is a light novel, are you? Uh, not with the light novel, but I'm reading the manga, which oh, okay. I guess must be based on the light novel. Okay. And we're like not very far into where the manga is. All right. Are you actually past where we are in the anime with your reading? Way past. Way yeah. past. Okay. We, we haven't even met the main guy's uh, love interest yet. Wait, it's not the girl? His classmate? No, of course not. <laughs> I mean... I feel like she admires him, and he, you know, he's always thought of her as quite impressive too, right? Because her and the other guy are like the popular ones at school. So I thought maybe it could go that way, even though right now it obviously isn't. No, he's convinced she's like a crazy. I mean, she is. So I mean, crazy in in a a good good way. way. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I think she's a fun character. But yeah, this is only slide for 13 episodes, so chances are they... Could easily do a second season if what you say is true. Yeah, later on they get like a bit of a love triangle thing going. Oh, really? So there's like, yeah. when you say love triangle, does that mean like there's another person vying for her interest? Or is it someone vying, vying for his interest? His, his interest, yeah. So there's two people who like him. Yeah. Oh. So far. Maybe there's going to be more. I don't know. I am kind of a fan of love triangles just because they always create some um, fun drama. But that's not what's going yeah. on right now. No, e- even when the love triangle happens, that's not. It's not about the drama. This is a very uh, fluffy, pleasant, non-stressful show. I would say for the most part. Well, outside of his training, right? <laughs> we went through quite a lot of uh, sweat and tears. He went through a lot of tears, but we're just laughing at him. I, I felt bad for him. <laughs> oh really? I thought it was funny. <laughs> I mean, put yourself in his shoes. That looked like no. torture. Uh, it did, yes. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about this, but did you want to give like a sort of brief summary about what this show is? Yeah, uh, he gets someone into another world with his two classmates. Uh, his two classmates become the heroes, and he becomes a healer, which is like even more valuable and rare. So they're more excited for him. But then he gets trained by the kingdom's main healer, who has a reputation for being insane. And his training is basically like the army boot camp where he does a lot of running and they haste him and stuff. Uh, and he, they like make him exercise to the point of death. And then he has to heal himself with his healing powers and keep <laughs> going. Yeah. I think it's important to note, though, you kind of left it out at the start, is that mm. he was not supposed to be here in the first place. 
Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. The summoning was originally for heroes only. And he is not one of the heroes. And we know this because, do you remember at the start when he's walking home with these these two classmates of his, and they all, mm-hmm. like, freeze. And the other two are like, do you hear that music? And he's like, well, what music? Right? <laughs> and then it turns out that if you were one of the summoned heroes, you would have heard that call, you know, that musical call. And that's what they were hearing in that moment. And he just so happened to be there caught unawares and sort of yoinked with them because he was on that magical circle or whatever. And so that's why they they don't really have any expectations for him when they try to see what kind of magic they have. And you're like, oh, don't feel bad if you don't have anything. And he's like, he's totally fine with it, right? He didn't expect to have anything. Then it turns out, oh, wait, you have healing magic, right? <laughs> and at first he's wondering, is that bad? And then they're like, no, this is actually, well, it is and it isn't. Because like you said, once they realize what he has, then they know that there's going to be a certain someone who's going to want to get him and train him. And that's exactly what happens. And they don't want him to turn out to be a healer like her, which I think is uh, interesting because she's pretty awesome, isn't she, Rose? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think she's pretty badass. Why was that? Hes- <laughs> you seem to hesitate. I don't know. I, I just, I think you're taking it too seriously, right? I think that whole scene is like supposed to be comedic because the typical isekai, he gets summoned by accident and then no one appreciates him, right? And they all bully him and they're terrible. But in this one, it's funny because he's like, yeah, whatever. And they're all like really nice to him. Don't get me wrong. I am not like saying that this is a bad thing. And I didn't think of it as too serious. I did find it funny. Right. So I was laughing. So rest assured. I just thought it was interesting that they were all like, no, 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 don't go with her. We have to hide you, right? Right. (laughs) And and then it turns out like, yeah, she's a hard ass on them. She puts them through the ringer. She forces him, like you said, to exercise and train to the point of almost death and then he has to heal himself like you said but then he also has to learn how to maintain himself with his magic so that he's able to like last longer go further and it's all for a good reason isn't it yeah exactly he's healing i think his her reasoning rose's reasoning for why she trains her people like this makes sense because like they're on the verge of war or there's like rumors of war and she's had some bad experiences in the past to where she lost some of her uh, closest healers because they just didn't have, I guess, this level of preparation that she's now making them go through. And uh, yeah, like if you're able to move faster and stronger than anyone else, you are able to like pull them out of those situations, right? Exactly. And I am like, I guess, speaking of it seriously, because it is serious, it's war, right? But like you said, the entire tone of the show is quite comical. And like the training parts, like it makes it sound terrible when he's like going so hard that he's almost killing himself. But they make it funny with uh, just like how she like pops in and out and like prods him and pokes him. And then she like gives him this bear that he has to carry after he survives the forest, right? Yeah. And then they have those goofy support characters who... uh jokingly bully him all the time his fellow healers right i, I thought those guys like weren't healers i'm not sure like my sense is that they are because it's kind of like why else are they there then i thought they were like the healer support group oh i don't know i think it's a little unclear but if you're reading the manga and they haven't even said maybe that's true because i i thought like they only have five healers or four and remember that doctor in town and his sister are two of the healers 
Yeah, I guess. And they're not of the right mentality or skill set to be able to do frontline healing. Yeah, or they, they don't have the right type of healing magic, something like that. So yeah, maybe they are just the supporters, the, the guys who also oh, wear yeah. yellow. The, those doctors, they can't heal themselves. They can only heal other people. Yeah. I think that's what it was. Well, that's what they specialize in. I think they just like can't heal themselves. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's a bit unclear. So who who is your uh, favorite character? I find it hard to really have another favorite other than the main character because... He's so likable. He's just super chill. He's positive. And I mean, yeah, he gets frustrated. Yeah, he gets really tired. But that like obviously makes sense, again, if you were to put yourself in his shoes. So I just, I like him personally. Is there someone else you like more? Uh, I like the senpai. Which one? The the girl. But uh, I think you have it more like, what I really like is his like reactions to her. When he like sees her and someone says something nice about her and he makes a face. Oh, I like all of them in in that case. If we're talking about, like, the silly things that she says, how she reacts, how fucking excited she is, right? Like, she's just, like, super happy. This is, like, her dream come true to be an Isekai (laughs) character. And he's just, like, he can see it on her face. He understands that, like, this girl is obsessed, right? And it's funny to me because, you know, she was, like, the student council president or whatever, right? And then the other guy, I think, was either VP or president. One or the other. They were seen as very serious characters at their school in their real world. And then here in this fantastical world, like the other guy has no clue <laughs> that the other girl is like this, right? He doesn't see her the same way that Usato does. Right. He's pretty funny too with how he, how normal he is. About He's so thing. oblivious, right? He's so normal. Yeah. And he, he thinks the best of his friends, right? Like he does. He, he yes. like looks out for, it's like that, unrealistic senpai who looks out for you I, I, I just can't imagine someone being so big heart kind-hearted such a big heart but he does he cares about usato and is concerned about him he doesn't really see how weird and crazy suzane is <laughs> he kind of like <laughs> overlooks it uh, i think the three of them together are, are quite fun yeah i agree i also really like the bear blueberryine or something something like that yeah. it's a pretty cute <laughs> name that whole uh training arc Right, because don't forget, like, this is the result of Rose throwing him into the wilderness and telling him to survive, right? Right, and, literally. Yeah, literally. And, like, this place is a very dangerous place with lots of monsters, but that it turned out to be even more dangerous than even she had anticipated, right? With, like, not just the bears, but also that freaking, like, super evil snake that I, I guess was something engineered by the demons, Great. I think they, they like talk about that. Right yeah, here. they mentioned it was like another sort of comedic thing where it would have been, been easy for you to totally overlook where they're like, oh, hey, didn't you like create another serpent monster thing and then lose it? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, well, I have another one now. So I'm assuming that's referencing the one that he discovers in the forest. I think so. Yep. Yeah, but the bears are super cute. And I'm actually kind of glad that the whole serpent thing happened because I would have been... I don't know if I would have been very happy with him or with Rose if he had to been the one to have to kill those bears. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's it's not that type of sad show. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm so glad they didn't make him do it because I was like, please don't. They're so cute. I mean, I, I know these are bears. I know they're wild creatures and you do what you have to to survive. But it's like 
you didn't have to go into the wilderness. She forced you into the wilderness, right? So she's forcing you to kill them. That's true. Rose is a bare murderer. Yeah. So, like, the, the death didn't come by his hands. I'm, I'm sad that it happened at all, but at least it wasn't him. And yeah. now he has to take care of the cub. Exactly. It's a very cute cub, too. It's and I so like, cute. I like how it, uh, how it gets along with the senpai. Yeah. I just think it's funny how he just has to carry it everywhere. Like, that's part of your training now. And the bear is totally cool with it. He's like, okay, I get a free ride. I can sleep. Exactly. (laughs) So, I mean, there's the expectation that this bear is probably going to get bigger to the size of, like, its mom, right? Or bigger. Probably. And he'll keep getting stronger. Yeah. So, if if you're further along, is the bear still around? Is the bear actually, like, full grown? I think the bear is still around, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if it... It got bigger. Oh, okay. I forgot. It's it's been a while since I read a chapter. Yeah, I I do have another question in regards to the manga then, and yeah. how it relates to where we are now, because what it seems like now is that we're sort of on the precipice of war, right? If Rose mm-hmm. is being sent out to scout and see like where the demons are, then I'm assuming that soon they're gonna have to clash, and like they they warned like the city healers, right? You're that there's a war coming and they're going to have to like prepare. Right. So is that already happening in the manga where you are? Like, are they in the middle of war? Were they somehow able to avoid it? Or is that like a huge spoiler? You know, this one's like been going on for years and they kind of got like in some arc where they went to some other kingdom. Oh. So I, I forget the details, but I, I remember they had some battles with the demons before. But okay. I, I forget the exact geopolitical status at the moment. (laughs) They make it sound like this is that that's what everything is leading towards, right? Like they have to train him. They're rushing in their training of him. And then she's scouting and she's having to warn the city healers that soon they're going to have like an influx of people to heal. And so it makes it sound like it's going to happen sooner rather than later, at least before the show ends this season. Yeah. There, there is definitely some fighting with the demons, but I forget the exact details, which is good because I can go into it with an open mind. Yeah. And, you know, even with that looming, it's sort of like threatening us that that's mm-hmm. going to happen. I get like, I don't feel stressed when I'm watching this show, right? No, it's not that kind of show. No. <laughs> it's like actually very pleasant to just watch and like see the characters interact with one another. Exactly. It's a lighthearted comedic show. Which was funny because, like, the reason why I chose this and the next one, uh, mm. well, other than it being isekai, which they both are. They're also both from light novels originally. Your favorite genre, isekai? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. But uh, I think this one's doing a great job of it. It's a good example of one and somehow still fresh. Yeah. But the reason why I originally chose these two is because, like, they also both have sort of their own stances on uh, war and, like, how to go about handling it. And right now we're like on the sort of support side of things, right? Because he's intended to be a healer, a frontline healer. Mm-hmm. Right. He's the Isekai Red Cross. Yeah. And like the way that they're describing it, I mean, obviously they're anti-war and they're there to try to minimize the losses as much as possible, right? Like they, they don't want there to be death, but they want to be there to help in whatever way they can to avoid it, right? As opposed to the next show where I feel like they have a very different stance on war. I think it's a bit ambiguous, especially Grace. Oh, yeah. I mean, we don't really know what her personal feelings are about, like, fighting with the demons. Like, maybe she hates them and she thinks we do need to fight them, right? But she obviously doesn't want any of her 
the people who are under her, she doesn't want them to die. Yeah, so I'm I'm looking forward to the rest of this. Yeah. I feel like it. They did a pretty good job, and I suspect it could get a sequel one day. Yeah, I am expecting it, especially after what you told me about the manga. But something else I think is uh, kind of funny to me with both of these shows, actually, is that my opinions on both of them kind of flip-flopped. Because, right. yeah, when I first saw this title, The Healing Magic, and I sort of walked into it with pretty low expectations because I was like, oh, you know, it's just like another profession. What what else new thing could they do, right? And then I enjoyed it quite a lot. I'm still enjoying it. The next show, <laughs> Sasaki Peeps, I do not feel quite as positive as I did at the start. Since I read the manga, I uh, I knew this would be good from the start. Oh, okay. But should we go to Sasaki and Peeps? Like I said, I really liked the show at the beginning, and that feeling has kind of changed. And I am curious to see what you feel like now after several weeks. I actually still like it. Okay. All right. This one, you know, is also going to be just 12 episodes. Really? Okay. That also doesn't seem like enough at all for this one. Yeah. I'm kind of glad of it, though. (laughs) This one, I I had no idea what to expect. I thought this would be about, like, those little Easter bunny rabbits. What? And some guy who... Oh, Peeps. Okay. Yeah, Peeps. I see. Yeah. I I was so confused when Peeps was the name of the bird. Yeah, I, I didn't expect that because... Well, I didn't expect bunnies. You just look at the art and you see a freaking bird, Drago. Obviously, it's about the bird. I didn't look at the art. I just <laughs> looked at the name. <laughs> okay. I mean, I always look at, like, the the promo picture, right? That's paired right. with the name of the work. And I'm like, oh, it's a dude and a bird. So, obviously, Sasaki and Peeps is the dude and his bird. Okay. I was just thinking, oh, Peeps. <laughs> about Easter and the candy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean... As we know, both uh, this one in particular had like what an, a double length first episode. That's right. It, it had a, and it, it was quite a good first episode. It though. was. It, it, usually, I complain about that, but mm-hmm. this one it just flew right by. Yeah. Yeah. So this one, the premise is there is this salary man. He's like a older person who, which in anime means he's probably like twenty five or something. No way. Know. Let's say he's like thirty five. <laughs> thirty five, maybe approaching forty. Okay. Yeah. That, that sounds. But he he looks like he's like fifty from the. I guess so, and I might be projecting, right? Because like you and I were in our thirties, so and <laughs> and like you know he's in the middle of his career. He's pretty settled in. He he's wanting an easygoing life, and I'm like, oh, you know, he must be our age. But he has like all these wrinkles and stuff. <laughs> You're right. So. <laughs> uh, he must be like about to die. You're right. Yeah. Anyway, he, I forget the details. He he wants to, he like hates his corporate job. Oh, yeah. And his only uh, solace is he decides to get a pet bird. But then it turns out his pet bird is the star sage who starts talking to him and takes him to another world. And then they uh, start a, a business of uh, inter-world uh, trade yeah yes and uh he opens a restaurant in the other world so his pet bird can eat steak every day or something like that and then he his suspicious activities get flagged by the uh japanese police who think he is a psychic and then he gets arrested by the psychics and forced to join the psychic police force yeah uh and then he fights a magical girl and then, then there, there's like all this politics going on, preventing the war in the other world. You do realize how all over the place you sound, right? Which is exactly how this show is. 
And he's probably going to turn out to be a lolicon, although I'm, I'm dreading this. Oh my god, I really, really hope they don't go there. Please don't go there. Yeah, I agree with you there. <laughs> I know this show, like, at first I was like, okay, so this is going to be something lighthearted, something, like, sweet about him just sort of interacting between the two worlds and, like, an exchange of cultures, right? Culture clashing and introducing the materials from one to the other. I thought that's all we were going to have. And then it decided to be like, no, let's bring in, let's bring a special force, Japan's special psychic forces and force him to join them, which for him, that's a good thing because I think they pay better than his original corporate job, right? And Mm -hmm. so he's able to afford to give these stakes to his bird, which I think is very disturbing. (laughs) Watching like this cute little songbird peck savagely at a full slab of steak. That's just just (laughs) wrong on so many levels. (laughs) And I mean, it's the bird that wanted it. It's not like his idea, right? (laughs) The bird's like the one who pressured him into giving him this super high quality steak. And so that's, I was like, okay, so we are a little weird here. We're bringing in the psychic forces. He's got a, a superior who acts older than she is because she's trying super hard to be taken seriously, right? She's like, what, 17 or something? I heard she is 16. Okay, 16. She's pretty young, but she dresses like she wants to be taken like a 20-year-old or something. And he's like 50. Yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) But of course, like working with her and trying to enforce the law upon other uh, psychics or espers, whatever you want to call them, puts him into contact with the like free psychics espers, the ones who are like anti-control, right? And they find him intriguing, especially because he's obviously exhibiting more capability than he should be from this world. Because he's able to like do things that he's hidden from his own people. The magic that he learned from the Star Sage in the other world, right? Yeah, there is definitely a lot going on. Um, and as you said, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. I, I personally, I, I can definitely see where you're coming from. I don't mind it that much. I, I like how there's a lot going on. It didn't bother me. That doesn't bother me, Draggle. Oh, maybe I misunderstand. Like, it is like, you. it keeps surprising me how things kept changing. And I was like, okay, I'm going to keep rolling with it. And when they introduced mm-hmm. Magical Girls, I was like, this is ridiculous. But I'll keep rolling with it, right? Right, right. Like, they're from another world entirely. I don't know if they're from the Star Sage world or somewhere else completely different. No clue. But apparently, they're enemies with the psychics. I don't understand how, like, they're the evil enemy when usually they're considered to be good, but they are. <laughs> what really annoyed me was specifically Peep's character because he looks mm-hmm. like this cute thing, but I guess I should have been warned by the way this thing devours meat that he is a lot more uh, of a, what's the word? He's uh, brutal? Um, hmm. Or just like he's indifferent to you. Well, indifference, I think, is chilling in a different way. It's like a fucking psych- uh, serial killer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's a serial killer. Okay, well, not a serial killer, but he definitely is, like, genocidal. Yeah. Because they go and, con- like you mentioned, that war in the other world, right? And they go scout and go check out the enemy forces. And, you know, I can understand why you might do guerrilla tactics, why you might attack at night to sort of minimize your own losses, catch them off guard. But to completely obliterate them without any warning, with just like a Mm. single spell, and so nonchalantly, like not even breaking a sweat, this little bird, 
That was really disturbing to me. Yeah, isn't that supposed to be? I don't know, is it? Are you supposed to be shocked or are you supposed to be like, hell yeah, that's a badass bird? <laughs> Probably both. That's what scares me. I don't know. <laughs> I like it though. It's uh, not doing what you expect. I mean, Sasaki didn't seem that uh, condemning of the action. Like, yeah, he was surprised. Yeah, I mean, Sasaki is kind of... He's kind of an asshole, right? He, he's become the Japanese corporate culture that he claims to hate. Did he say he hated it originally? Like, when he was an office worker? I don't know if he said he hated it, mm-hmm. but you see at the beginning, like, he's so excited for his bird because his life just sucks so much that yeah. the bird is the best thing he's got. Yeah. And then even in this other world, like, he's like a boring middle-aged corporate drone, right? He's going and trading and getting money. He is uh, reaping much more of the profits than he used to. Yeah, exactly. So you think he's been kind of uh, seduced by it? I, I don't think he's like ever questioned it even. Oh, okay. So you think it was just, it was always in him. It's just now he has the capability of it. Yeah. I see. Yeah, yeah I could believe that. I don't particularly like any of the characters in this show, to be honest. They're entertaining to watch, but I also think they're all kind of bad. <laughs> bad people in different ways. One exception is Hoshizaki. Really? I don't know. She she seems kind of bad, too. Well, maybe not bad. She she has problems, though, that's for sure. Are we talking about anime only, or are you reading the manga here, too? The light novel? Uh, I only know the anime for this one. Okay, so tell me, what is her problem? Her problem is she lacks self-confidence. Is that a, uh, a bad person kind of thing? I think that's just uh, something that everyone struggles with. Yeah. Well, and she's a cop, right? <laughs> I think she genuinely wants to help. She's wants to be the force of good. She does, but then that leads her to do things. Like, remember, he wanted to negotiate with those uh, rogue espers, and she just wanted to shoot them all. I think that's also a result of her, like, following the rules to the letter, the commands. She's like that soldier, right? She's told to do this, yeah. so she's going to do this. Whether or not she feels differently about it doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. Which I guess, yeah, to me, that's probably a bad thing. But say her judgment's off and like maybe they do want to kill her. Like they, w- they wouldn't like let her talk to them. What if they like slaughtered her? Then it would have been her fault for not listening to her command in the first place. So it's really, I think, lucky on Sasaki's part that they were open to negotiation. But he also like fought with them quite a bit before they talked. Right. Right. I don't know. I never mind when the characters are all bad people. It's more entertaining that way. Yeah. I just think it's interesting that I don't particularly like any of them. Usually I like at least one, to a small degree. What about, like, uh, the Count and his daughter? They're just sort of blah faceless characters to me. Especially because originally, like, okay, yeah, they're nice. But then I thought he died, right? I mean, I guess that, that was the intention. We were all supposed to think he died. Right. And then it turned out that was just a ploy to sort of pull out the... Uh, his brother is basically like a undercover agent. Yes, the throwaway evil character, evil yeah, butler. Yeah, the one who was trying to like manipulate the daughter into dealing with the inheritance so that he could control it, right? Right. Well, it probably won't surprise you that my favorite character is probably the most evil, that uh, enemy Esper girl. Oh no, I like her. T- She's actually maybe the one I'm closest to liking. Okay. She seemed pretty evil though, wasn't she? Like doing crimes. 
Like what? I don't know. I, I feel like they were trying to arrest her for some reason, but I forget why. I'm pretty sure they're trying to arrest her because she's a esper who doesn't want to be put on some sort of registry or controlled by the government. <laughs> I see. I don't know if we got details specifically about what they've done. Like it could be theft. It could be, I don't know, something with the others like her. I don't think we've oh, gotten did, that detail. She did try to murder the police. So. Yeah. Well, it was mutual, right? Like you said. Yeah, yeah, you said that Hoshizaki like went in their guns blazing. So why that's would true. you not defend yourself? And then since you were already attacked, you're going to also fight Sasaki, who I guess you said wanted to talk. And it was only because his magic intrigued her that she was like, hey, I'm interested in you. That's true. Good point. I, I like her sort of like she has that personality that's like the older woman, the older wise sister. Hmm. And I've always liked those kinds of personalities, hence why I'm like leaning towards her, liking her more than others. I just don't know enough about her. That's fair. That's fair. I thought you were going to like the creepy stalker girl. Is that the magical girl? No. Well, I don't know. We hardly know anything about her. She's the one who's like always outside his apartment, just like sitting there waiting for him. <laughs> and she like really doesn't like that his uh, superior is a woman. Oh, I thought she was a magical girl. Maybe I just imagined this. The magical girl is someone that he saw who was like flying in the sky when he went home one day. And I think she was also like ferreting through the trash at one point. Oh, okay. They're different people. They are different people. Interesting. I don't know why I thought they were- Magical Pink is the magical girl. Okay. Yeah, I like I like the, the girl who uh, lives next door. She seems a little serial killer-esque too, you know? That's why I like her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm very, very like wary her? about her, and I'm just waiting for her to show her real face. I, I'm fine with all that. I just don't want him to become a lolicon. Well, which one would make him a lolicon? Because I, they're basically all the girls are younger, too young for him. Yeah, I think any of them would make him a lolicon. <laughs> like even the uh, the other but the enemy the Esper count girl. Well, yeah, I, I don't think he's gonna be interested in her. No way. I have not. But I've watched too many anime. Maybe he would be into that, like, stalker girl who is always waiting for him because she's, like, there. And she obviously seems, like, into him, right? I think he's kind of creeped out by her, though. Good. He should be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kind of like the, like, enemy Esper girl that you um also like. But am I just imagining? I feel like she's getting, like, abused by her family or something. Yeah, because he's always talking about how she, like, can't go home or, like, she has to be outside. I'm like, what is wrong with your home life? Yeah. I feel like that's why she's always watching him more than that she's actually stalking him. But or it could knows. be a lie. It could be like her making up reasons for why she's out there. That would be crazy. I don't know. I hope it's not that. But, <laughs> but yeah, there's like, this show is kind of like all over the place to me, which wasn't necessarily a problem. I'm just worried that they're going to like not be able to end this well by the end of the season. Uh, there's no way they're going to end it well. Well, that's not fun. I hate it when shit's, like, left open all over the place. Maybe we'll get a sequel. Maybe. But like I said, like, I don't like this bird. I don't trust this bird. <laughs> Sasaki's turning out to be a worse person than I had expected him to be. I thought he would, like, go grow better with time, not, like, become one of them, you know? Yeah. Well, that's what I like about this show. The bird is, like, so evil, and the main guy is so evil. And they don't even realize it. And they don't even look like it, okay? You said the bird is evil. He's like this cute, fluffy thing with a nice little star in his chest, right? Yeah. And then Sasaki is like totally benign looking. He just looks like your 
everyday office worker. Exactly. It's the, what do they call it? The banality of evil. Yeah, just in plain sight and you don't even know it's there. Exactly. Although you, you do like have wrinkles when you're 35, so. I guess so. Must be the side effect of evil. I think of, of all the random stuff going on, probably my favorite part is uh, in the human world, how he has to deal with his job as a esper. And he complains, and he... Actually, my favorite part is how like he solves all his problems with the power of being a, a corporate slave. Like, he's, he's so polite to all the people in the other world when he's a merchant. Because oh, it's ingrained in him, right? <laughs> exactly. Like, sort of this... Uh, power of the bureaucracy. Right? Like, he knows his place. He knows how to give proper dues to those who are above him. And yeah. they appreciate that. But it's so funny because I, I don't think this, uh, this skill would carry over between cultures at all, right? Like, if he tried that in America, that would not work. <laughs> what do you think would happen if he tried that here? People would just grind all over him. That's what I yeah. think. Because I see it all the time, right? You see people who are too nice, and then you get taken advantage of. Yeah. And he's, he, to be clear, he's not being too nice. He's being, like... He's polite. being a doormat. <laughs> well, I think, like, in Japan, that works, right? Maybe, maybe he is being a doormat. But either way, it would not work in this country and i can't imagine it would work in a fantasy world which is like based on the middle ages or whatever either yeah part of me thinks like oh maybe the original creator has like never traveled outside of japan for them to like (laughs) think that this is gonna fly elsewhere maybe but it is kind of a interesting idea imagining if it did fly yeah at some level he must be aware because no one no one else acts like he does in the fantasy world Right. No, it's kind of like beyond their comprehension to act like that. Exactly, yeah. Well, maybe that is why he's succeeding as well as he is. I don't know. Maybe. They can't get a read on him. Honestly, I guess I'm a little disappointed that he does like get away with things sometimes with the Star Sage's assistance or interference because then it's kind of like this overdone power that I feel like he could have done on his own. Mm-hmm. Without, like, the bird doing it for him, right? Yeah. It does feel like a, a bit of a get-out-of-jail-free card. Yeah. I was like, well, don't worry. As long as you've got your bird with you, he'll take care of it. And we, we just said, like, the healing show is similar. Where we're, we're never worried anything bad's going to happen. But I think that, that one's quite different because it, it's more like the attitude of the show. Mm-hmm. This one, it wants you to think, like, oh, he's in a dangerous situation but you know in reality he isn't exactly well even though we said all this negative thing i'm still enjoying it and we'll finish it i'm honestly ready for it to be done i I understand your your disdain i'm gonna finish it just because i've gotten this far but it's like lower on my priority list whenever the new batch of episodes come out each week it's it's higher on my priority list because i saved the best for last you never cease to surprise me draggle (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it's not my favorite this season either, but it's it's in the middle. Tune in again to Kaiseki Anime Podcast two weeks from now. Please feel free to send us questions or comments on Twitter with hashtag Kaiseki Anime Podcast, 
or on our individual accounts at Draco underscore Coon and at Marina BMB. Listen to and review us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts so we can continue to grow and improve. Thanks for listening. See you next time.